What is up, you sexy bastards? It is your boy, The Ultimate Taco, a.k.a. Rabbi Can't Lose, a.k.a. Noah Kagan. In my 20s, I had day jobs. I worked at Intel, Facebook, and Mint.com. Now, I had some cool experiences, but overall, I was pretty unhappy because I always wanted to start my own business. So I kept getting fired or quitting early. If you've ever wanted to learn about when to quit your job and start your own business, you're going to love this episode. Here's three gigantic things you're going to take away. Number one, the stories of how I got quit or fired. Two, what would I tell my younger self? And three, steps to follow to go from full-time employee to full-time entrepreneur. Enjoy those three things, plus a bunch more ear nuggets along the way. Product plug, go subscribe to AppSumo.com. It's awesome. If you're an entrepreneur and you want to start a grow a business, AppSumo.com, you know what to do. Also, special pre-show shout out to listener DreamChaser17, no relation to Meek Mill. They left review saying, highly valued content. This podcast offers some of the best content available and relevant to today's marketplace and culture. Thank you so much for that feedback. I love you and every other one of you gorgeous listeners. If you want a shout out in a future episode, leave a review wherever you listen to this show. I check every single one of them. In my 20s, I had day jobs. I worked at Intel, Facebook, and I worked at Mint.com. I had some cool experiences, but mostly I was kind of unhappy at these companies because I was always really wanting to start my own business. So I kept getting fired or I was quitting. Now, if I could go back in time, I would do things a little bit differently. I hope it will give you some clarity on your entrepreneurial journey. One, I'm going to show you how your day job might actually be the best resource and why you should stick in it. And two, I'm going to give you some steps to go from full-time employee to full-time entrepreneur. Not everyone wants to be an entrepreneur. Most days, it's really challenging. And guess what? A lot of times you are alone to solve your problems. I think there's a lot of counterintuitive advice that you can have freedom and riches by being an entrepreneur. You can actually have a lot of that also being an employee and having a great day job. The other counterintuitive advice that I got to encourage you and kind of get out right away is that there's people like Reid Hoffman, founder of LinkedIn, super successful investor. I really admire this guy. He says that entrepreneurship is like jumping off a cliff and then building a parachute as you go down. But I think his point is that you figure it out as you go and then you burn all your bridges and go for it. My approach to entrepreneurship, which has worked out really well for me, and I think it can work out for a lot of you, I de-risk a lot of my entrepreneurial endeavors. So it's not risky when I actually have quit my day job to go full-time on the things that I've been really curious and excited about. A lot of times also, you're not realizing at day jobs, there's a really a lot of great benefits. You meet a lot of interesting people. When you're a solopreneur like I've been myself, there's no one around. It's just you. Hey, what advice do you think I should do for this marketing campaign? I have to figure it out myself. When you're at a company, there's a lot of really interesting, smart people that you could work with in the future, bounce ideas with, connect, all this other really super helpful stuff. I think I fell in the trap that like all my friends go and got a job. So I'm just going to go get this job at Intel because luckily that was one of the best places I could work at. Plus, I got to live at home with my mom. So when I was at Intel, it was cubicle hell, just like in Dilbert. And I knew that my dream was always to start my own business. And I knew I want to do it, but I had no idea. This is probably very common for a lot of you out there. You're like, I have a day job. I don't really like it. And I know there's something else, but I don't know what that is. If you have a day job that you hate, and I hated my day job, it was awesome. Huh? What do you mean? You hated it? Yes, but two things. One, it gave me freedom of mind. So at lunch and at nights and on weekends, I wasn't worrying about my work whatsoever. And it gave me a lot of space to actually work on other things. Now, the other side of that is that while I was at Intel, I was starting a lot of side hustles. So I started communitynext.com. I had entrepreneur27.org. I had the ability to go network and meet a lot of other people. So what can you do during your day job to start planting seeds? A lot of us want a different life, but starting those things right now is the important part. I would be mindful. Maybe you can transition to a different day job that's less strenuous so you can start planting those seeds for some of your side hustles or future full-time hustles. At Facebook, I actually went back and read some of my journals. It was an amazing experience. It was the highest growth I've ever had in my, in my career, in my whole life. Uh, and it was a magical experience being around something so powerful, so special. But what's really interesting about it, looking at my old journals that I mentioned, I saw that I said, hey, I'm really frustrated here. I'm really bored. And even during Facebook, I was still running a lot of my side hustles. I was blogging on okdork.com. I started doing these conferences, communitynext.com. 
I was actually meeting a lot of people like the founders of Box.net and all these other really interesting people uh, during that time period. And Mark even came up to me and said, no, do you want the Noah show or the Facebook show? And I was just really, you know, I was young and immature. And I was like, I kind of want both. And it's like, it was all about Facebook. And that was a really interesting moment because I did have some inner conflict. So I think for yourself, and this is something I still think about to, the, to this day is, how's my inner alignment going? How's my chakras? And what, what that really means is that when you're at a company, but you're really always saying, I want to run my own business, that's a disconnect, right? There's not alignment there. Or if, hey, I want to run my own company and I get to do it in another company, that's great alignment. And so it's really reflecting on that and start accepting ourselves. And this is something that, you know, we're probably going to work with our whole lives, but in all these different jobs, really recognizing that and starting to be okay with it or adjusting it in whatever way that you need to get what you want. So I ended up getting fired by Facebook, which I guess is a blessing or curse in disguise. I think it left, it led to a lot of amazing things. What it did lead me to do is having a chip on my shoulder, which was like, you guys at Facebook, F Harvard and all this elitism. I want to prove you wrong. I want to build up my self-worth again. Uh, so I went to mint.com. And at mint.com, I saw the future of something that could be so powerful and help a lot of people with their finances. As much as I was doing mint, I knew there wasn't something right for me there. But at mint, again, at, at lunch, at mornings, at nights and weekends, I was working on a lot of different side hustles. And I finally started something, uh, which was Facebook games, uh, that was able to create enough money that I was able to quit. Now, one thing that was really interesting about Mint about how I decided to quit, because that's a question that a lot of people think about. Number one, if you're asking, when is the right time to quit? It's kind of the right time. And I really can't tell you advice without understanding your full story. Like if you have debt, if you have a family, if you have certain lifestyle stuff, I can't tell you when you should be quitting or changing up your life. The way that I approached it was that at Mint.com, I owned 1% of the company. And I guess that in the next four years, they're going to sell for about $300 million. So this is a way, another framework for you to decide hey, if this company's not working out, like what's my opportunity cost of money as well as time? Specifically, if it was money, is that mint.com, if I, the company sold for 300 million at 1%, I'd get 3 million bucks, but I'd have to stay there four years. So that's like what, $750,000 a year pre-tax. Now I had these Facebook games going uh, and they were exploding. Like I had a lot of users. I had Naval Ravikant wanting to fund me. I had people at Kabam wanting to buy me. I had a lot of people like Mark Pink is connecting with me. And so on that side of it, I was like, do I think that in the next four years, I could make probably $3 million? And at that time, I was like, yeah, I definitely think I can do it. Plus, I finally get to live my dream. So as it was clear that I was able to make $3,000 a month, which I'll talk about in just a second, it was an obvious decision for me to be like, yeah, of course, I need, I'm going to quit this company and really follow what I really want to be doing. This $3,000 number, what, what was this? What this was for me was like, this is my minimum amount I needed to live sustainably. And so that was my rent. That was my credit card. That was entertainment. And it was like, if I can make at least $3,000 a month, I could quit this company and feel good about it. Now, a lot of people say, hey, I'm going to quit and go start and that's going to force me to make it happen. I have never approached business that way. I try a lot of businesses out. I find the one that actually finally works and show that it's going to be even more successful in the future. And once it gets to a certain target, for me, it was around 3000. I felt more than comfortable quitting my $100,000 job for this risky proposition with doing kickflip, which is what the company was called, uh, which I actually made $40,000 over the next two years. I think it was around that in terms of my salary. So yeah, it was a trade-off. Like, Staying at the safer job would have made more money in the short term, but following my dreams and what I really wanted uh, led me to quit Mint. The founder might have said he fired me, but I'd say it's more of a draw. What would I tell my younger self? Your hair, you look better bald. That's the first thing I would tell you. I think in my 20s, I just had a lot more energy and I was more willing to just try and kind of like go as fast as I can to get somewhere. And I think as you get into your 30s and 40s, when, when I remember seeing people who were in their 30s and 40s, I was like, why are they so slow? And why do they leave work at five? And the reality is, is that they're productive. <laughs> and they're focused and they're actually getting the things done they want to get done. And I think in my 20s, I was trying to figure out like what I'm actually great at, what my self-worth comes from, how do I get more confidence? Where do I fit in into this whole world? I don't know if that can relate to anyone else, but I was like living on couches. I lived in my aunt's basement. I was living at my mom's house. 
And I knew I wanted to do this entrepreneurship path, but I didn't know what was going to actually finally feel right. Like who I wanted to work with, what problem I wanted to work on, how I wanted to make money, where I wanted to work. And that took me a lot of time, 10 years to finally be able to create that within my own AppSumo experience. And I hopefully everyone else that gets to work at AppSumo has that experience too. I mean, I think the two things that I would be mindful of is enjoying the journey. I think of it like the movie Titanic. I, I didn't watch it until like a year ago because I'm like, I know they're going to crash. I know everyone dies. Like, why do I want to watch it? But the movie is actually phenomenal. But it's because the whole point during it is what's really interesting. But I noticed from my success, I'm so fixated on the outcome. I never enjoy anywhere between that. And I think at Facebook, at Mint, and even a little bit of Intel, I was so focused on like, how do I get to my own company? How do I get more success here? How do I do this? Like, I kind of missed just being there and enjoying like, wow. I think the second thing I'd really go back to Noah and be like, as much as you'd rush, like you're like, get through Intel, get this next conference, get this thing. I would say be patient. And that's a really hard one, especially if you're like, yo, I, I want to be successful. I'm comparing myself to others. I always thought I'd be rich. I don't know how I'm going to get at this richness, but be a little bit more patient on the process. And I think I would have developed uh, emotionally and professionally actually faster by slowing down and being a little bit more calm with these overall experiences. One of the biggest challenges with jobs is the word inertia. So if you have inertia where you're like, well, this is my routine. These are my friends. Inertia is actually a really powerful thing because, hey, that's how habits are built. You're like, well, I always do these workouts every day. But inertia on the other side can actually be the devil where you're like, well, I'm just stuck here. And so I think that's part of the challenge, which is how do you fight your inertia in your own job? And I was thinking about it for Jeremy, who actually produces this show. So now it's been about 18 months since Jeremy's been working on the channel. And he went from doing Instagram stuff for us to now he's kind of a full-time producer doing it on YouTube. And so I actually mentioned in passing as we were doing this film this week, I said, Jeremy, I can see you quitting in a year. What's interesting about that is people like yourself and people like Jeremy, they want to grow, they want to learn, they want to explore new things. And so you do as someone that works with someone else, they have to be mindful. Like, how do I help him get what he wants so I can get what I want? What that might be is that if, if in a year and six months, Jeremy's like, all right, I've done enough of the scripts. We figured out the topics. We know how to do it. Let's find my replacement. And I want to actually go here. It's also cool. Jeremy, let me help you keep going there. Now think about it at amazon.com in the same vein. They, everyone talks about Bezos, but what's really more fascinating is that they have hundreds of CEOs that run all these individual divisions. So that's powerful for me with people on my team. It's like, how do I just keep giving them more authority so they get paid what they want, they get the growth they want, and they're getting the life they want, and they could do it within the AppSumo world? Like, that's awesome for them and for our business. So here are some ways that you can transition from your day job to your full-time job. Number one, look at what you're getting paid for in your day job that you can actually do as a freelancer on the side, but you have total control and you get all the money. So an example of this could be Jeremy. So I think he actually gets hit up about weekly or monthly and be like, hey, I know you're helping Noah, but like, why don't you help me? And so eventually, if he wants to do that and have total more freedom over his calendar, which I think it kind of gets with me, that's something that he can consider. So for you, if you're a paid ad marketer on Facebook, start thinking maybe there's new industries that you can do that for and use that as a way either to get new experiences or build out a clientele so you can leave and go do that as a full-time opportunity. Number two, based on my experience of helping thousands of people and doing it myself, it takes about a year to get a few thousand dollars a month of side hustle income. Uh, so I was able to do it through building Facebook games. Now, I've seen other people do it, but the point I'm trying to make for you is, is it does take some time. And so you need to start building it on nights, weekends, put yourself out there, but you need to kind of every day pick at it and not kind of read more books or consume more YouTube videos, but start actually building those businesses. You can do both, by the way. You can be a full-time employee and an entrepreneur and enjoy life and not actually work insane amount of hours. If you have a day job like at AppSumo, we have a lot of people who really enjoy their day jobs and I think they get to learn, they get to be around other people and they have side hustles that also give them stimulation, control and revenue. Now, if you're thinking about, hey, I hate my day job, maybe just think about changing that up. I know for me, it was like, hey, I hate my day job at Intel, but I actually loved my day job at Facebook. And now I still have a day job, even though I'm an entrepreneur and I was able to start AppSumo.com. I have a day job that I love showing up for and I'm getting a lot of growth and challenge out of. 
So I think it's really just mindset shifting about the topic specifically that we're thinking about. My wish for you is what I wish for George Chu. He's been doing freelancing. He's part of our okdork.com slash underdogs group. So he's part of a lot of these videos. And I think he wanted something more. And he's trying to been checking out a lot of different things. And he saw that we had an opening for a junior marketing associate or junior producer. He applied and now he's working with us and he's impressive as hell. And I'm so grateful that he's been able to be a part of this. I think he's going to get a lot of his own personal growth. So my wish for you is similar to my wish for George is that I hope you figure out what you actually want in your career, whether it's to be an entrepreneur, whether it's to be an employee, and then figuring out like, okay, what's the best path for me to get there and be patient that the universe is going to hook you up. Well, that is a wrap. I hope you love the episode as much as I did making it for you. Don't forget to subscribe to my YouTube channel. That's youtube.com slash okdork. Next, text your friend you love him. Yo, dog, let's go skip work together. And before you go, tweet at me at Noah Kagan. Let me know what you thought of this episode. Also, if you're not on my email list, make sure you go to sendfox.com slash Noah while you're there. Create your own at sendfox.com. It's free. Finally, a couple shout outs to my amazing team. Special thanks to Jason at podcasttech.com for always making these episodes. Thank you to Mitchell, Jeremy, George, Hubert, Cam, Sasa, and Jen from the Dork Team. And finally, shout out to Caitlin and Katie O'Boyle at AppSumo. Thank you for the being amazing partner success associates and team players. Uh, what they do for all the partners is bonkers. It's so cool to have this fun at AppSumo.com. Thank y'all. Have a superb day. <laughs> What's your favorite ice cream flavor? <laughs>